Welcome back to Nerve of the Foam podcast here on anchor.fm forward slash WWN. You know, still on IndieLastNetwork.com as well, or anywhere your favorite podcatcher may be. If you're wondering how to share Nerve of the Foam podcast, may I suggest, if your friends are asking how to listen, I would suggest you just say, hey, Alexa, play Nerve of the Foam podcast, and they will get right where they need to be. On tonight's episode, we are talking about Archer, the 2009 through now series, as well as a little bit of Bob's Burgers. We're going to have some fun tonight, as well as some entertainment news headlines. And we'll be right back after this short message brought to you by Anchor. All right, once again, thank you for sticking through that little break. Let's just get right into it. We're talking Archer, the TV series. Archer is an American animated sitcom created by Adam Reed for the basic cable network FX, debuting on September 17th in 2009. Archer follows the exploits of a dysfunctional intelligence agency led by Sterling Archer, who is voiced by H. John Benjamin and seven of his colleagues, Mallory Archer, played by Jessica Walter, Lana Kane, played by Aisha Taylor, Cyril Figgis, played by Chris Parnell, Cheryl Tunt, by Judy Greer, Pam Poovey, by Amber Nash, and Ray Gillette, by Adam Reed, and Dr. Argonop Krieger, by Lucky Yates. Archer's premise involves as the comedy assumes the standard setup of an anthology in later seasons. Each of them are self-contained arcs with new settings, a desperate set of persona for each character, even with distinct humor. And beginning with the eighth season in 2017, the show was broadcast on sibling network FXX. So far... They have ran 110 episodes of the show and has been uh, receiving positive reviews from critics and it has won awards including three Primetime Emmy Awards and four Critics' Choice Awards. It also received 15 Annie Award nominations among others for Outstanding Achievement in Animation, Writing, Direction, and Voice Acting. And again, that comes back to the lead actor for Archer, I feel. I mean, he just nails the performance every single time. Phrasing. (laughs) Uh, And in doing my research for this episode, I have found out some things that I didn't know existed. And um, hopefully this is the kind of thing they'll be able to do again. You'll understand in just a minute. Um, apparently, the success of Archer allowed the ensemble cast to embark on a nationwide tour called Archer Live, where the actors performed scenes from the show's repertoire. The tour commenced with shows in Los Angeles and San Francisco, Philadelphia, and New York, with sporadic dates that were later, later added onto the itinerary. Live readings may also be held at promotional events such as the San Diego Comic-Con International. 
of course, with everything that's going on today with, you know, the global pandemic and everything, who knows when that can resume again. But when it does, I would love to have a ticket and go and interview these people because it's such an amazing, fun show. And a little bit on the snarky side. But hey, I mean, you know, it's spoofing the James Bond genre, the spy genre in general. So, I mean, it's about time something came along. And I know it's been out since 2009, but nothing quite takes the piss out of the uh, spy genre quite like Archer. But I promised we were going to talk some Bob's Burgers as well. And, well, as it happens, the season four premiere of Archer, entitled Fugue and Riffs, is a crossover episode with the Fox series Bob's Burgers, which also stars H. John Benjamin as the title character. It features a cameo of the Belcher family and Sterling in a fugue state, assuming an identity identical to the main protagonist of Bob's Burgers. John Roberts reprises his role as Linda for the appearance. Reed devised the idea of a Bob's Burgers crossover because he was a fan of the series. According to H. John Benjamin, he asked me to ask Lauren Bocart, Bocchard, so I was the middleman. It went really smoothly. It was around 15, around a 15 to 20 second phone call. Then they turned it into hundreds of thousands of lawyers. Archer also partook in a brief high-octane comedy skit for the late-night talk show Conan. Hmm. Well, I'm going to have to look that up. That might be interesting. <laughs> Conan O'Brien, one of my favorites. So, yeah, we'll have to see that. Uh, the character of Archer has appeared in other media and as part of a broad marketing campaign for the show. Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue featured Lana, Cheryl, and Pam in a, a spread for their March 2016 issue to promote that seventh season. And back in 2014, Esquire advertisement showcases Sterling in a ready-to-wear from uh, Zynga and St. Laurent. Hmm. Similarly, to promote the Kingsman Golden Circle back in 2017, Fox released an animated short film featuring Sterling's encounter with Eggsy Unwin. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Nice. Ah, man, if you guys haven't checked out Archer, you need to do it. Um, it's one of those kind of things. Uh, if you give the show a half a chance, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking most people will like it. Um, you just got to give it a chance. Uh, it can be off-putting at first. I remember... When I first watched Archer back in the day, like the first four or five episodes, I just, I wasn't feeling it. wasn't feeling it at all. I, I didn't get it. I didn't get where it was going. Um, it was too contrite and too snidey. Uh, I, I didn't get it. It was like it was taking itself too seriously. I'm like, where's the comedy? Um, but the comedy reveals itself over time uh, for the most part. So... Yeah, watch Archer, watch Bob's Burgers. All right, we'll be back after this break 
and we'll be talking some entertainment news headlines next. All right, and welcome back. All right, we're going to get some entertainment news headlines for you with a bit of not another sports report thrown in just for fun here because, um, yeah, LeBron James has apparently uh, wrapped filming up on the new Space Jam movie. All right, audio. LeBron James' emotional farewell speech from Space Jam set leaks. LeBron James provided an emotional farewell after wrapping production on Space Jam per TMZ Sports. He said, I'm super excited about this film. I grew up idolizing the whole Space Jam everything. James also gave credit to the cast and crew after 58 days of shooting. The original 1996 movie featured Michael Jordan, while James will star in the sequel entitled Space Jam, A New Legacy. The new film will also reportedly include several basketball stars of today, including Damian Lillard, Anthony Davis, and Clay Thompson, amongst others. Alright, and um, you know, his speech we won't really get into here. I will share a link to it um, in the podcast doobly-doo, so you can check out what LeBron had to say upon wrapping of this movie. And, uh, nor will the phone one on Twitter. Tell me what you all think. So, I mean, my personal opinion here, I think LeBron James is well on the path to being who he wanted to be when, uh, he was doing the decision and everything like that. I think he's well on the path now. That being said, on to the next story. This one comes to us from the Associated Press via the Indianapolis Star. All right. And basically what has happened is Netflix has uh, been sued by four Indiana cities. And obviously this also caught my attention because I live in Indiana. All right. So four Indiana cities are suing the video streaming services, including Netflix and Hulu, seeking to require them to pay the same franchise fee to local governments that cable companies must also pay. This class action lawsuit filed this month argues that major video streaming services must pay a 5% franchise fee of gross revenue to the localities where their customers reside because of the use of internet equipment in the public right-of-way to transmit the programming. The lawsuit demands the companies Netflix, Disney, Hulu, DirecTV, and Dish Network be required to pay unpaid fees for the past services for all future fees required by law. This was reported by... The uh, Northwest Indiana Times. It was filed by the cities of Indianapolis, Fishers, Valapercerio, and Evansville. 
An estimate of how much money is owed statewide was not provided. <laughs> According to the lawsuit, cable companies have abetted the Video Service Franchises Act requirements and handed, handed over the fees. The money is typically paid by cable subscribers as an additional charge on their monthly bills. Now, listeners, friends, um, I'm not always the brightest crayon in the box, but um, that sounds like a double dip to me. That sounds like a double dip, like the state of Indiana and these four cities in particular are trying to double dip. Um, because, like, I mean, you know, uh, I would think any reasonable judge would see it this way. I'm not, I don't have a law degree or anything. But um, basically, um, if the uh, internet service provider already pays this fee, I don't see how Netflix, Hulu, or Disney would need to pay it. Um, you know? I, I just don't see it. <laughs> Gosh, I hope Indiana doesn't set that dangerous precedent. Um, it's one of those. I mean, you know, I'm in the digital medium myself. And I can't imagine, um, like, I, I know everybody sees a profit margin, right? And everything like that. But I mean, you know, it's pretty scary uh, to think that a place like, you know, what, you know, if it, happen to be Anchor or Spotify, what if they try to do that? Um, yeah, no, <laughs> can't double dip. Either that, you know, you might try to raise the fee on the ISPs, which then in turn would make our rates go up. But in terms of trying to get the money directly out of these companies, I don't, no, nah, man, nah. What are y'all smoking up there in Indianapolis, man? Sending it down here to Evansville. With your crazy, crazy, crazy double-dipping hands. Man, nah, forget all that. Incendiary note, we're going to choose to end this episode in Herb of the Phone podcast. Thank you for listening, sharing, and subscribing, and we will see you next time. But as usual, I want to say thank you to Dreadful Rock 574, my family and friends, and every one of you that have been supporting the show throughout this last few months. Everybody knows what's happening. So, you know, it's been very, very good. Anyway, I'm going to end like I've been doing for the last few episodes with some of my favorite voicemails from the past two seasons of Nerd with the Home Podcast. You have listened to episode one of this new season. We'll see you next week on Wednesday night at 11.59 p.m. Central Standard Time. Till then, peace. See you on Twitter. Good morning, Hey, this is AJ Dub here. Thank you so much, man, for uh, favoriting my podcast. Also, sending me a uh, 
inspirational message i appreciate that because those type of messages inspire me to move forward and i hope you're inspired to keep moving forward as well on the podcast because it's a great way to express yourself you know you know able to you know do a little art on your own you know and also is you're not wasting your time man you know it's never a waste of time when you put in you know your thoughts into something it's never a waste of time because our thoughts the human mind is just the most one of the most powerful things on the planet you know what i mean hey i just want to say thanks again appreciate it likewise i'm gonna set some claps on your podcast you know one love and good luck on the podcast brother nerd with a phone hey it's josh and around oh hold on let me turn this yacht rock down Hey, I wanted to contribute to your show with one of my worst work stories. This is when I was working at a grocery store as a bag technician, ensuring the safe transportation of consumer goods from store to home. When there I stood in the back room, an elderly woman came in with her grandson and asked where the bathroom was. We told her that it was up the stairs, and that's when she looked at us and said, You don't have a bathroom downstairs? No, ma'am, we don't. I apologize, I said. And that's when she looked at the young boy and said, Well, I guess you're just going to have to go right here. And that's exactly what he did. He unzipped his pants, pulled out his little bit of boyhood, and just started peeing all over the floor. As I watched Mouth Agape, I realized I better go get a mop, and that's just what I did. Brought back the mop bucket just in time for him to finish up. And as they walked away, I just sat there and mopped up that little boy's pee. Hey Charles, thanks for responding. I really appreciate it. Your answer was absolutely great. I appreciate that so much. Um, I'll be releasing this episode, not today, but a week from today. So be sure to check that out and, uh, and have a great rest of your day and uh, keep on podcasting.